The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now it's time to talk about the weekend sport and a voice you haven't heard for a year or so on this uh, channel because he's been away travelling the world. Own Sheen, good morning and welcome back. Thanks very much, Pat. Good morning. How are you keeping? Uh, I'm keeping very well, but you you look fit and well and rested, but you've had great adventures. Well, well I'm glad that uh, that the, the image is giving that off because I don't necessarily <laughs> feel that way, but <laughs> thank you very much, Pat. Yeah, it was, the, a, the, it was good all year. Latin America and all and places beyond. Terrific. That That's it. My, uh, my uh, ginger complexion didn't really fare too well in the sunshine, but it's obviously given off uh, maybe mm. a few more freckles so that's the most important Well you've thing. been back a little while so you've been keeping up with yeah. uh, all the sport. Let's talk about uh, soccer at the weekend the Premier League and of course that thriller uh, particularly the last few minutes of the um, visit of Manchester United to Arsenal. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a, a roller coaster of emotions for both sets of fans yesterday because it did look like uh, Alejandro Garnacho had won the game for Manchester United late, late in the late, late uh, stages of, of the game yesterday and inches offside, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Eric Ten Hag would suggest it wasn't even offside in his view. And yeah. had that ball, had that goal stood, uh, I think it's very hard to, to see Arsenal coming back to get anything from the game. Instead, they go on to win the game 3-1. Declan Rice with a huge goal for his new club and Gabriel uh, Jesus rounding the, the goal scoring off for his club as well. So it's amazing how one result can kind of change the complexion around two different clubs. <laughs> Immediately, yeah. it, all, it almost feels like, you know, the, on Sky Sports yesterday, they were talking about the Glazers in the aftermath of the game. Gary Neville was, was really impassioned talking about them. Whereas for Arsenal, it's like, can they potentially contend for the title? I dare say that would not have been the narrative whatsoever had the Garnacho goal stood. So those fine moments seem to be dictating the narratives around both of these clubs mm-hmm. right now. But again, it's only four games in, so we do have a small mm-hmm. sample size of where the clubs at, are at. At the beginning of the weekend, uh, three fine mov- moments for Evan Ferguson. This is unbelievable, Pat. Yeah, and an 18-year-old scoring a hat-trick in the Premier League is a, is a very rare thing. And it's even rarer for an Irishman to be scoring a hat-trick in the, in the Premier League. The first Irishman since Jonathan Walters to, to bag three in a single game. And this guy's star just keeps on rising. Uh, like, he, he's just so unbelievably exciting to watch. Even when he's not scoring goals, he's really a, a brilliant uh, target man for, for Brighton and Hove Albion when it comes to their build-up play. The other attack playing around him are, are uh, amazing to watch and he's in a brilliant place right now there's going to be so much talk about where yeah. does he go to next this Brighton team right now is a brilliant place for this team for, for this young player and they have huge ambitions of potentially going one further than qualifying for the Europa League so forget about all the talk about where he's going to go to next summer he's a Brighton player right now and potentially for the next few seasons and it's a perfect club mm-hmm. for him what will be interesting Pat is that this week we're back into an international break and he's coming up against France and he's coming up against the Netherlands this week those conversations about what's the right combination of attackers to play around him, I unfortunately predict are going to be quite a topic for the next little while yeah. because it seems like Stephen Kenny is struggling to find the right combination uh, for his entire team at, at, at times and Ferguson is, is the starlet of that team unquestionably now for, for the next yeah. decade. I mean you wonder Vera Pau gets the chop having actually got to a World Cup and Stephen Kenny who has faltered all the way along really. It, for sure, it's 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 hard to to make a, a strong defence on Stephen Kenny's record. Of course, if he comes away from this week with uh, some positive results against the Netherlands and France, that can change everything. And there will be a, re- a bit of recency bias there. Uh, at the same time, uh, judging Ireland, who've been poor for quite some time on the back of Netherlands and France results, might seem a little unfair. But you're right, as a whole, the 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 uh, rain so far has been disappointing, and there will be a big decision there down the line. Okay, and uh, we had uh, the Irish Women's Open in Adair Manor. Yeah, th- this was actually a. a 
a very uh, dramatic uh, Women's Irish Open. Uh, it was uh, Dane Sunderby, um, uh, Sunderby, uh, Smila Sunderby from Denmark who won uh, in, after a playoff. But probably the most dramatic moment of this was Anna Van Dam who actually broke her driver as her golf cart was driving under one of the ropes on the, the side yeah. of the course going towards the, the, the playoff. So she had to switch to a tree wood. Just so it about, took the head off her driver. It took the head off her driver after having not had her driver initially in the week as well because it didn't arrive at the golf course. Uh, so she had a, a week from hell really. And, uh, as and I no said, way to replace it under the rules. No, exactly, and uh, that—that's it was it was absolutely incredible. The clip is on- online for anybody who who wants to see it of of this this uh, golf cart um, going under the rope, the golf bag falling off the cart as a result of hitting the rope, and then the driver's head had been snapped off. Mm. Should mention Leon McGuire finishing the tie for fourteenth in that as well, but uh, Sunderby was the champ after the weekend. Okay. Now, in the United States, the U.S. Tennis Open is underway, and uh, uh, Swiatek gone. Yeah. Ostapenko beat her. And she meets Coco Goff and uh, she beat um, Caroline Wozniacki who was making a big and fairly impressive comeback uh, to tennis. Uh, she was, yes. And uh, it, it was like you thought she would make a bit of a comeback as well in, in that match between them in the round of 16 clash. So it was a 6-3, 3-6. And then in the, the final set, uh, Goff really pulled away from Wozniacki. 6-1 yeah. was the, the, the score in that final set. As you say, it sets up a mouth-watering tie in the quarterfinals. Ostapenko against Goff. That'll be tomorrow night. Uh, with regards to the men's singles then uh, it was uh, pretty straightforward for, for Djokovic uh, against uh, Goyo of uh, Croatia Borna Goyo and then uh, you've got uh, Carlos uh, Alcaraz of course in action at around quarter past six it says we don't know for sure but at around quarter past six this evening Irish time uh, at uh, Arthur Ashe you've got uh, Alcaraz in action Now uh, Ferrari had great hopes uh, Science took pole in the Grand Prix at Monza which is the Ferrari home um, but the commentators were saying in advance of the race you know, taking one lap, you know, being faster than Verstappen for one lap mm. doesn't mean you can win the race. It, and so it proved. But but also it, it kind of goes to show the level of Verstappen's dominance at this point that we are clinging to information like that mid-race. And uh, to be fair, you know, like he, he did get held back by signs for about 14 laps or, or, or so yesterday. Um, but this is just an incredible run that Red Bull and Verstappen are on 10 consecutive wins at this point. And yeah, you, you, you have to say it's a valiant challenge from, from uh, Ferrari after after what we saw at the weekend. But, and eventually but Perez so got ahead. through to take second place. Yeah. But meantime, the battle for the third podium slot was between the two Ferraris and they gave it a right go. I don't know whether you saw any of it. But, I mean, the Ferrari bosses must have been tearing their hair out because the two cars could have written themselves off and they get nothing. They get nothing, but at the same time, they put on a hell of a show for the they Italian crowd. Did, yeah. And uh, when, when you're being absolutely smoked by uh, by Red Bull uh, in the Drivers' Championship this year, at least give your home fans a little bit of drama, a little bit of something to cling to as they come away from that. Because really, in hindsight, I think we look at this season as a, as a bit of a write-off. Uh, yeah. Drive to Survive. I dare say, won't be the most exciting. They might have to come up with a few other subplots because um, Max Verstappen is just yeah. so far in front, of the, uh, in front of the group at this point. I just wonder what Leclerc and Sainz said to each other afterwards. I'd say they probably both enjoyed that yeah. enormously as a dice for two drivers who really want to drive they enjoy a dice, which is probably not not very often possible. For sure. And, and the drivers always say that we just want to race. And do you understand why that's not always the case? The the team bosses always need to look out for what's best for the team. But <laughs> yesterday it was a good old fashioned head to head and we don't see enough of it sometimes mm-hmm. in the sport. Ochi, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.